and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, David Shaw. So I am going to riff off another podcast that I was listening to this week um, that raised the really important um, debate about privacy. And this one really struck a chord with me for for many reasons. Um, I believe... Um, in what the the other uh, hosts, which was Mark Schaefer and Tom Webster from um, the Marketing Companion, which is an excellent podcast, um, they were talking about a report that were they that they had uh, they had read, and I'll link up to it in the show notes. That was talking about um, general consumers' understanding of of their personal data and where it's going and what companies are doing with it. Um, and I wrote a blog post on this a couple of days ago, um, and so the the overall consensus was with that digital marketers need to be um, making this information transparent. We need to be making um, as many people aware as possible exactly what is happening with your data. Um, So when using things like social sign-in or loyalty cards or just social networks as a whole, Anytime you sort of uh, you, you you feel like you might be filling out forms and giving away data, it's actually understanding what are those organisations doing with that data, um, and the whole point of the uh, the podcast I listened to and this one was about raising awareness and trying to educate as many people as possible on exactly what is happening with your data. So the main thing is that there are many marketers out there. You would hope. Um, are collecting data for the purposes of um, providing a personalized um, experience and that's great and if you're aware that that's what they're doing and you're aware of you know that's why um, they may be collecting information about you so for example you get sort of the cookie notifications when you go to lots of websites now um, and that's just letting you know that they are dropping a very small file on your computer and collecting information about your visit. That would include where you came from previously, sort of the website you was on before that one. It would include the device that you're using, what pages you look at, how long you're looking at, and all of that kind of you know information that gets collected by Google Analytics and lots of other software packages as well um, that are tracking your behavior and what you're doing. Um, now... If all of that's being used for the purpose of improving ultimately the experience um, for you personally and for uh, and maybe generally collecting, you know, averaging that data and then, you know, making wholesale changes to the website to improve experience, then we can, I can kind of I can understand why that would be a, a positive thing. But there's equally um, examples where that data is being used for uh, for not so good reasons. So, for example, in the um, in the podcast I previously mentioned, they were talking about an example where um, a particular company, and I don't believe they were named, but were having prices adjusted based on the type of device that the the visitor was using. So, in this example, if a person was using an Apple Mac to visit this particular e-commerce site, then the prices were increased based on the fact they believe that just because they were a Mac user, they would necessarily pay more. Um, now, how would you feel if you'd known that a website can change its pricing 
uh, and potentially you'll be paying more based on information that they'd been they'd collected on you over a period of time or even just from that initial first visit um, you wouldn't be best pleased right you know it should that shouldn't necessarily be the case um, other examples included things like supermarket loyalty cards um, you know, you think that, um, again, you know, it's great to get the vouchers and the points come through the post and uh, you can use them to spend it on all kinds of things in, in some examples. Um, you know, in the UK here, we have a number of different loyalty schemes um, and you can use those points and schemes for, for different things. But um, we also know that that's, you know, really valuable data to the supermarket to understand our buying habits, who we are and what we what we what we do buy and what we don't buy and how often. Um but, and I'm not suggesting that any of, sort of the, the, the major chains here, and I certainly won't be naming any, are necessarily doing this. But there are examples where supermarkets will, in actual fact, they will, they will sell that data. So they, can, they start identifying you to your, uh, your point system. They know who you are and they know what you buy. And they're building up this big sort of this profile. They're then selling that to third-party companies. So they have now they know who you are and what sort of groceries you buy or don't buy, and how much you spend on a weekly, monthly basis. You know whether you do this online, whether it's in store. All of those sort of little personal items you know you, that you're that you're buying. You know, do, do you, what you aware? You know, how do you feel knowing that potentially um, that data is being sold to third parties? Um, what are they doing with that data? Who knows? Um, now, no one's necessarily breaking the law here. I'm not suggesting that. Um, and again, one of the stats that, were, were the, um, that have been mentioned is, you know, if you spent the time reading all the terms and conditions of everything that was provided to you, it would take you years and years and years. Um, well, possibly many, many hours at least. So it, it's... it's feasible to understand why people don't read the terms and conditions you know how many times you've done it on your mobile phone you know a software update agree to this terms and conditions and you just click agree you know because it's an inconvenience you know it's masses of text and i wonder and i think that maybe there should be some wholesale changes you know for example i understand that credit card companies need to explain their terms and conditions much more simply um it shouldn't be in such a language that 99 percent of people wouldn't understand i think this is something that should be done widespread people's terms and conditions um and they should need to state exactly what they intend to do with your data and make it clear so social networks is another example um facebook is a fantastic utility it connects people it enables you to keep up to date and communicate and you know put all of your personal information up there about birthdays and your brothers and your sisters and their birthdays who they're connected to how we're all in connected the events that we go to on weddings and birthdays and new children and new pets all of this information you're posting freely onto facebook and it's a nice convenient place for you to collect and tell your life story and enable other people to connect um, and you know, and have a, a running commentary on your on each other's lives. So there's a real utility being provided there, um, but it's not free. Never was, never will be. Um, now we all understand that Facebook has advertising, and of course they're using the data that we give them for them to then advertise to us. Now. I don't want to say this categorically because I'd need to spend more time and completely understand, but I would be fairly confident that the terms and conditions also state that that data can be sold to any other company. And it's not just Facebook. I'm certainly not going to be sort of picking out on those guys because, you know, um, number one, I don't know that as, as factually. I would need personally to read through those terms and conditions. Uh, and it could be other social networks as well. Um, but there are, there's lots of other systems out there, lots of other things like this where they are collecting data on you. Um, it seems like you're being provided with a service or a better experience. But in actual fact, 
um, they're selling this data on to other companies. Uh, another one, I was a little bit disturbed, to be honest. I was at a marketing exhibition um, of all sorts of technology providers, and um, there was a very well-known credit agency there. Um, I thought, what on earth are these guys doing here? Uh, and I thought maybe it was sort of their systems where you can you know, check on people's personal credit history um, as a business um, or, and other businesses' credit history you know, in order, you know, before you're making transactions. But I thought, what's this going to do with digital? And it turns out they have a digital division. And what they're doing is they are selling the credit card transaction history of credit card companies. Um, and of course, as a as a credit history agency, they understand people's credit history. They also seem to have access to people's credit card transactions or their statements, and then then selling this data. So if you think about, if you wanted to build a profile on a company or a set of individuals or even one person, if you had the money, you could find out what they buy at the supermarkets. You could buy out what they buy, spend their credit cards on. Um, you could find out where they go on holiday, who they're related to. You could find out absolutely everything about somebody. And this is all information that is available. And we're ticking the boxes and we're hitting agree. And I don't know that we really do agree. And I don't know that we really understand. Um, so that's what this is all about, really. This is about sort of um, helping you to, to understand where your personal data is going. And, you know, and this is not for me to say to you, know, to encourage you to go charging out and reading terms and conditions. It's more just being aware of the information that you're giving these companies um, and then where utility seems to be being provided and you're giving data in exchange, ask yourself the question, you know, is this a good transaction? Is this a fair transaction? And am I completely comfortable? And do I understand or even want to understand what they might do with your data? Um, so that's really it for this week, guys. You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you, this is something that has affected you or as a result of hearing this has affected you or you'd like to ask more questions or you've got an opinion, I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to do other podcasts on this subject matter with somebody who wants to talk about it, somebody who's got a gripe with it or has an experience or, like I say, just has a, a differing opinion, particularly people who disagree. Uh, that would be even better. Someone could say to me, no, I think you're wrong, David. I think you might have misunderstood that. Just so I can learn more about this process. I can help you guys understand more about what's happening with this data um, but really that was it for this week guys I'll link up to the previous podcast uh, mentioned and also the research paper that was mentioned in that um, but for now guys love to hear from you uh, email me david at davidmarkshaw.com and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon thanks guys <laughs>